It's that time again for the R2 Sense Podcast. Today is another Wednesday and you're now tuned into a new episode of Our Two Cents Podcast. I am your host, Dergo BJ. You can follow me on all things social media at Dergo BJ. And I'm sitting here with my co-host. Mona Lisa, M-O-H-N-A-L-Y-S-S-A-A. And we are here with episode number nine. Ooh, it took a long time to get to number nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just don't know. <laughs> we be saying number nine, like that's a hundred and fifty, <laughs> and this motherfucker's out here like two hundred episodes. They don't but know our struggle. Our struggle is real. We're back again with another episode. Um, I haven't really talked to you since uh, Vegas. We got right back to real life after we jumped off the plane. So what's been going on with you? You just said Vegas. When did we go to Vegas? What the fuck am I thinking about? Oh, we went to <laughs> Texas, right? <laughs> He don't even know where he just been. Man, when I tell y'all my life be so tragic, we went to Texas for the uh, Good Vibes Only Tour. Shouts out to the Drinking Partners and People Talk Daily and Danny from the Danny and Cleo Show for hosting an amazing event. But I haven't talked to you since Texas. Yes. So what's been going on with Texas you? Texas was beautiful. I always loved Texas. I've been trying to move to Texas since I was about 13. You know, my family lives in San Antonio. And I've always had a love for Houston. That was my first time in Dallas. Dallas was okay. nice. I wish I could have seen more of it. Um, but I've been okay. I ended up getting food poisoning. Damn. As soon as I came back, like a couple days after coming back. And um, that was not fun at all. So. Right. Off of that alone, I have been completely turned off about meat. I decided instead of doing a flexitarian diet, which pretty much is a predominantly plant-based way of eating, right, right. you just, you know, um, still eat meat, but a little less. Right. But I've decided, fuck meat. I'm not doing none of it <laughs> right now. Um, and yeah, because I need to completely turn my body around. And um, truthfully speaking... I was very disgusted by pictures of myself that I looked at. I just don't look the way I want to look. So, I hear you on that. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to try to completely get myself where I want to be. And then, too, because I do have diabetes, I want to try to reverse it if possible or get it, you know, in a more manageable place. Right, right. Shouts out to, uh, to Kenya from to Kenya Talks. Um, she just had posted a couple of days ago. That um she had reversed her diabetes as well, so shouts out to her and yes, you know taking on good. that that new health journey. But um I think it's always good to sometimes I think in order for you to actually initiate the process, you have to like physically see you know yourself 
in a certain type of way yeah. versus like trying to convince yourself that it's time because yeah. a lot of us just you know go our normal day to day going to work coming home and don't really feel like doing certain things once you get off work and you're telling yourself i'm gonna do it on this day and that day never happens but like if you have that moment of revelation or humiliation where you see something It'll make and you more it stains you like it stains your memory like that much to where you like look something has to give mm-hmm. um i definitely understand that because you know i've been going through the same thing of not really ever having a problem with being a big guy but you know it's just a time where you know people want you to not so much be skinny but be a little bit more healthier so absolutely and yeah. i mean being skinny don't mean i mean i don't ever want to be skinny. Me neither. that's not my Me desire neither. but you know being just i do need to lose a considerable amount of weight because it's just not good and i had gotten to a point last year where i was actually working out regularly eating right then i met this nigga and she just fell off and I don't know what the fuck happened but I got to get it back together right you know <laughs> so you niggas is bringing you down huh yes threw me off my whole little you yeah, know man. routine you know motherfuckers do bring that negative energy you know like I hate them type of people that know you trying to diet, but they'll come over your house with like some despicable shit, like pizza and shit. Like, why are you bringing that shit you know over what? here? Like, he's constantly on me, like always talking about working out, working out, working out. And I try to tell him, you know, getting better and losing weight for me. First of all, my diet and weight and and workout goals is different from his because he's more athletic, right? right. And I am not so much so so i have to eat differently and i have to do things differently and i tell him it is 80 percent diet and 20 percent working out everybody tells you this is everywhere and it's always like no you gotta get in the gym you gotta do this 15 minutes babe 15 minutes every day like leave me alone okay (laughs) let me focus on my diet and do it the way i need to do it and then i'm going to incorporate the working out how i need to but let me get the full portion in order but then he'll go and be like, this is what pisses me off, okay? He'll be out, and he'll be like, you want something to eat? You hungry? I'll be like, yeah, okay. Well, where you going? Coney Island. Oh, okay, Coney Island. And then it's like, well, bring me some chicken and some fries. Chicken and fries? I'm bringing your ass a salad. What the fuck you asked me what I want for if you was going to tell me what I was going to eat? I'm like, that's cool, too. I'll eat the salad. Right. But then he goes and brings me my chicken and fries anyway. So it's just like, or he'll go and be like, hey, you want a pizza? I'm about to get a pizza. Or you want something from Burger King? And I'll be like, you're not helping me when you don't try to do better. And so he'll go and bring me like a burger or suggest pizza. And I'm like, you criticize me. Hold on. You bring me the food and then criticize me for eating the food. Right, right. So this is where me and him get into it a lot because I just be flipping out. Like, don't do that to me. You know, I I don't, I, well, no, I don't get into conversations about health with people at all mm-hmm. you can't. because my issue is everybody is a fucking guru. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you sit up and you think because you calorie count at Burger King, like, boo, 
they telling you it's 450 calories in this fucking burger because they think that they're dealing with people who are mindful but it's still processed but it's see, his goal is to gain so that he can turn that into to muscle. muscle right i don't want to do that shit so his diet is actually trash as hell right you right. can do that i don't want to do that right because that's doing the complete opposite of what i need and don't nobody want no muscular titties. <laughs> no, I do not. So, like, but that'd be the thing. Like, it'd be so many people that tell me, like, you know, well, I can eat this Whopper with cheese because it's only 650 calories. That's a lot. That's a lot. And then you, like, you still feel like because you got to get to, like, 1,400 or some shit. And it's so empty. Like, you still got who's, who's ever gotten full off that shit? You eat it and it's just... It makes you feel gross at the end of the right. day, and then you hungry like an hour and a half later. So I don't talk that shit with people, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I do, you know, I do make considerable changes with like cutting out sodas, definitely having more, you know, vegetable and fruit intake. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to just eat breakfast makes a lot of difference to the um, the hunger pains that I have during the day because sometimes when I don't eat breakfast it makes you extremely hungry when you finally do eat like just changing those things up you know making small changes to start with you know definitely helps the process but man I ain't about to be talking to nobody about what the hell I'm going through if you ain't trying to support it shut the fuck up but see that's why he fresh because I don't talk to him about it and that's only when I lash out when he do some dumb shit and then I'm going off but yeah but other than that, like, um, pretty much the same thing. I don't, we really didn't have nothing like tragic when we were out there. Like, I, I do, um, I do remember, what was the place we went to in Mexican town in Texas? Mexican town? Yeah. That was like, you know, <laughs> Texas Mexican town for us. But it's, Mexican town. Well, I mean, you talking about the, the restaurant we went to where it was yeah, cash on? Yeah, it was like, but I don't know what it was called, but it was some hole in the wall in the middle of the night that we ended up. That was like, that was like some Detroit Mexican town shit. That's why I, okay, I you know what I'm you, saying? Like, you. I'm not saying like, yeah. you know, nothing, you know, racial and shit. Because <laughs> I don't need, you know, nobody coming at me. It's, you know, it's a certain area. That yeah. you go in in Detroit, where it's considered Mexican town. So yeah, that was Mexicans just and- that was just their version. So don't jump the gun with your Twitter fingers. But we went to like a little small uh, taco spot or whatever. It was the only thing open after one a.m. And um, it wasn't even that late, was it? That late? Yeah, it was that late. You sure? I think I so. No, it wasn't because that was right before we went out. Yeah, you right. And so that was about. 10 30 somewhere between 10 30 11 damn was it it was only 10 30 you know everything you shutting down see my timing is terrible like i don't remember what i'm talking about in the middle of conversations no more you know it's just all over the place but you know we didn't really eat that bad like i thought that we was gonna probably you know be like trashed as far as like energy goes but um the food truck at the event was, you know, really good. Um, we did have a couple of little, you know, small um, fast food restaurants, but it wasn't like terrible. It was just like chicken fingers and stuff like that. So it wasn't terrible. It was just when I got home and went back to like eating like homegrown shit that I started to like 
be a little bit turned off. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. because it's just stuff that you eat every day and you don't realize that, like, you're programmed, you know, to eat the same things. And I kind of, like, feel like that about, like, you know, when you go on dates, too. Like, you know, there's a certain type of, I don't know, like, financial restraint that like dating puts on you because sometimes you only make enough money to eat certain places and well, that's fine. i mean i don't think it's anything wrong with uh sticking within your budget when you dating but then you be like sticking within your budget always eating chilies and applebee's and you know like shit like that that is technically nasty to you but you just so used to this being a comfortable meal that you just settle for that type of thing. I think that when it comes to dating and going on dates, do your research and find out what's in your area besides just these chain restaurants. Right, you right. You can find some decent, you know, mom and pop shop type of restaurants that are dirt cheap that you can still eat at. Because you know you absolutely right. Because it's actually a store um, on Cadillac Square downtown when I'm working, and it's inside of a liquor store. It's like this lady who makes these dinners or whatever. And I used to always hear people say like, "Man, you know, they call her Mama something, and they'd be like, Mama so and so got the best rear tips in town and shit." And I'm like, "Who the hell is this lady?" Because you hearing about it mm -hmm. everywhere. But you don't know that it's inside of a liquor store. And so you looking through like the little lunch window because she got like everything, macaroni and cheese, the whole nine. Mm -hmm. And it looks terrible through the window. But it smells incredible or whatever. And people are like just eating this stuff. And so like this one guy, you know, he would go in on his lunch break and he would like take everybody's order down and bring all of the food back or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they just love this food. And so like I would come into their office and they will always just be like smacking and <laughs> people like wiping their face with their sleeve. Oh like this God. food is amazing, but it looked like trash. Like it looks like trash. Why does it look like that? I don't know. Like, you know, because they do say present presentation is everything, you know, but. But they're just not focused on it. They're that. just not focused on it. It just, it smells good and it tastes good. They won. So, okay. but, um, like speaking of dating, like, um, I've also noticed too, that there are some things that we can consider to be dating cruelties, like things that are like so unfair to a person that you're supposed to be getting to know like um it shouldn't be so strict of a requirement due to the fact that it's your job it's your responsibility on this date to entertain each other mm -hmm. and to get to know each other so like is there anything that you can think of off the top of your head that will be considered a dating cruelty for you the first thing that pops in my mind is lack of dialogue to properly get to know one another. Right. And I don't want to say, well, I don't know. Sometimes feeling like, because I think men tend to do it too. Men or women tend to stray away from conveying certain things because they feel like this person should already know. 
Right, right. Well, if you're dating and you're getting to know someone, just be open. Right. Expressive because you can't read each other's minds. That's just all. That's just always my number one thing with communication, period, whether it's in dating or not. It just always seems like everyone has this idea that people should just know. Right, right. One of the things that... um that I realize that I don't like. And I'm saying a lot because my girl do this shit too. I will take this girl to an amazing fucking place to eat. Mm-hmm. And she don't want to eat in front of a nigga. Like you don't want to eat the way that your hunger, you know, actually makes you feel like y'all been, around, y'all been together too long to be doing. When I say <laughs> this nigga will y'all, have, uh, ma'am, <laughs> Eat. <laughs> what pisses me off is I like I almost never, mm-hmm. almost never have like a carryout. Almost never. Either I ate it all or I don't want this shit no more. When I say she literally can take home damn near eighty percent of her meal. Well, I've seen her do that, but I didn't always think that it had to do with her not wanting to eat in front of you. I always took it as her look just getting full. Listener, okay. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit, man. I'm sick of looking like the only greedy motherfucker at the table. And then this person is walking out with a fucking doggy so bag. So you don't feel like she's fully opening <laughs> up herself to you is what you're saying? You want to see her like, you know, like dive in. Because in a relationship, I feel like there are certain things that you should see in a person. Like mm-hmm. she has never belched in front of me. Like ever. Ever. That's oh, I'll weird. belch. I just won't pass gas. <laughs> I'll belch all day. I just won't break wind. Like, like I don't like that shit. Like, I don't like no old Putin ass bitch. That shit is. <laughs> <laughs> that shit gross. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I don't actually like... complain about it. Do you know that? I know. <laughs> you a nasty motherfucker. He be like, what you smell like? I don't. I'm like, you are crazy as hell. <laughs> Who wants to smell that shit? And he felt like that's the only way that he could tell that I'm comfortable is if Man, I fuck break with, Like, I have to start locking the door when I go to the bathroom because he'll literally, like, bust in on me. That's another thing. <laughs> and they, like, I can't... I do it so much that I don't realize I do it, but I've always been that guy to lock the door. Mm-hmm. Like, always. Like, I know in certain relationships it's just like we together whatever mm-hmm. but i'm just private like yeah that. like can i go to the bathroom in peace yeah you know like i'm just like super private so like i just noticed things like that like i've never seen her do any of those type of things mm-hmm. like and i know that you know she's very health conscious too but it's moments where do you think those are actual, like, realistic indicators of a person's comfort level, though? Sometimes, Don't you yeah. think that a person can be comfortable without, like, releasing... Because you know, like... gas? No, nah, like, the reason why I say, like, these small things are, like, indicators is because of the type of person that she is. Like, I can get a really big attitude out of her if she's extremely hungry. Like, because it's, like, symptoms that come with it. Like, she gets nauseous and mm-hmm. those type of things. So, I yes. can get, like, a lot of sass, mm-hmm. you know, and spice when those moments come. But then it's like you finally get your food and then 80% of it is in a fucking carryout. So, I'd be like, damn, like, I thought she was hungry. 
And in her mind, she ate. You know what I'm saying? So like when you on a date and you trying to get to know a person and So you feel like she eat totally different when she out of your Yeah. Your and purse. then like if you on a date and a person didn't eat the food, in your mind you thinking it had to be nasty. You know what I'm saying? So like you on one end you know, thinking like, what well, did you like it? Or like, was it good? Like, what is it? You know, so that was like one thing for me for a long time. Did I she mean, eat the food later when she got home? Yeah, she probably did. All right, well, as long as she eat it, your food ain't, your money ain't wasted. You know, and then, you know, I just, I'm just picky like that. Like, cause I feel like the food don't be, be good. Analyzing too yeah, much. You know I that. do. <laughs> I do. But that was the one thing. And then another thing that I don't like, um, for real is, the whole on your phone thing. Like, um, yeah. the thing that, and I know I've done it. I know I do it. You know what I'm saying? But like, to me, it's like when you get to a certain point where it happens so much, now I just don't care. Like, you can do what you want. I do what I want. But I feel like now it's to a point where people hide behind that in those moments of silence when you don't have anything to say, to say or you don't know what to say next. And then you just, get so caught up in it, but there needs to be a practice of simply putting the phone away. Not to say that you can't ever check it periodically because if you have children, mm-hmm. then I can understand needing to check up on them. But if you like checking your Twitter, you on your Instagram, you posting a selfie, you gotta do a Snapchat, what's happening on my timeline real quick on Facebook, that's too much. Right. You know, like put the phone away and try to really engage with one another because I don't like that, and I've had that, too, where I've been out before and a person is on their phone. And I may not really want to be in mine, but because this person's not engaging with me, I'm just sitting here looking like, okay. okay. So right. then I'm in mine, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. To just give myself something to do. But, you know, I can't hold and carry a conversation by myself so. either, so it goes both ways, but I think that in that regard, that's when the phones need to just like be put away or maybe find spaces to pull them out if you need to. Yeah. You know? I've had experiences before this relationship that I've, you know, that I've gotten into now where I would go on a date with a person and like literally in the middle of the conversation, She'll just pull out her phone and just immediately start taking selfies. Mm-mm. Like, mm. and it was so like weird because I'm like, well, damn, like your mind went here after what we were just talking about. And it may be like a, a introspective conversation. So she would do this shit and I would just be standing there looking like this is weird. But then when, when you get to, well, not when, but once you get to a point, where now you guys are personal, you get to, you know, follow them on social media or whatnot. You mm-hmm. realize that she jumped straight into selfie mode for an outfit you seen on her Instagram six times <laughs> in the span of eight months. So it's not like the outfit is new. It's not like your hair was like done or nothing. You're just vain and mm-hmm. you're showing me that you're vain. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And those moments were always weird because you're like in like engaged in self for a long period of time at the table. Yeah. You can't even like respond to the waiter asking you a question. Yeah, that's a bit much. That's a little bit that's too bit much. much. So like that was probably like the learning lesson that like the phone 
shouldn't even be an issue. And I try to really, um, as much as I possibly can, like not be so much on the phone unless it's absolutely necessary. There is moments with like this podcasting thing where you have to like respond to notifications and let you know people know that you know you appreciate them you know following but it's not and listening your day. but not so much that. during the day you know but it is moments where like your phone is just going off and you hear mm-hmm. so many alerts at one time you just check to see what they are but um i try not to as much as i can you know to not be on the phone because if i'm feeding you i feel like that is my way of showing you that i want to get to know you like for a man, at least mm-hmm. that's one of the ways in which we try to use or utilize to get to know a person. Like, yeah. you know, see what type of drinks you like to drink. If it's like fruity or is it like strong and hard? Like these are ways for me to to get to know you. But like if you just in your phone, you know, like one like one of my old girlfriends, like her mom used to call the whole day. Why? Just, you know. What you doing? Where y'all eating at? Oh, well, I went there with my man one time. Oh, mama need a boo of her yeah. own. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they would like hold a like whole conversation. And I used to wonder, like, what the fuck That's is that a about? bit much. Yeah. Like, come on now. And she wouldn't get off. I mean, she wouldn't get off the phone. She would just literally be on the phone, like, you know, um, I'm thinking about ordering the salmon and shit. I'd be like, bitch, if you don't get the fuck off the phone, like, <laughs> You know, because you're going to be calling mama to come pick your ass up from this restaurant in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Mama living vicariously through her daughter. Goddamn. But it used to be like weird shit, you know. But, Mm-mm. you know, the phone shit is, is definitely getting old. Because, like, we be dating people for six months and still don't know them. You know what I'm saying? Like, still don't know that, you know, this dude like to hang out in bars, strip clubs. You know, he got a you know, a fetish or whatever. Like, we don't be knowing this stuff and we be kicking it with folks for like six to eight months, which, you know, shit. Do you think that there tends to be too many pressures on date, on dating? Yeah, Like, as is. far as, well, you should take me here or should I not pay, should I pay? And, like, it's just too that many shit. pressures. Like, the whole point of the date is to get to know one another. So how many times do you get to go on a date where you don't pay before you as a woman offer to pay for a date? I don't know that I've ever really been on a for real date. Ah, oh, man. I'm dead ass serious. Like, realistically speaking, those that I have, my dating experiences are very few and far in between anyway, because wow. I'm very selective. And then when I took my five, damn near five year break. And so my, yeah, I, I just haven't. And like, um, the ones that I've been on, not to say I, I, I've been treated on dates before where they paid, but what I've ended up doing on a couple of occasions is with they pay for like the dinner, then I pay for the movie or. Something oh, so like, like that. A Dutch or, yeah, it's, it's for the most part, you know, when I've gone out, it's been that way. Or, like, if we just do something as a movie, then they pay for a movie, but I've never been to. And I don't even, I get bored with shit like that. Dinner and a movie is yeah. so, I like things, you know, I really want someone to do something that's very thoughtful surrounded around my likes. Like, I love 
museums. Right. I love art galleries. I love film. So it's like movies, just all genres of movies. You know, I'm into like old Hollywood movies, um, foreign films, indie films. So if we could do like a movie in a park or just something creative, something different, mm. then those are the kind of things I just wish they would tailor according to Melissa and not just something just to do something right. which is fine i'm not gonna shit on it even if we you know do it because like oh, i said no. the whole I'm point is, but i just want somebody who can be thoughtful enough to tailor it around my interest a little bit yeah i i think for me when i used to uh go on dates one of the reasons that dating used to get old so fast is because in the process of dating, I was never able to see how much the woman cared for me, mm. you know? So we would go out and then, of course, I think like by all means, no matter what um, type of circumstance the date was set up under, but the very first one should always be paid for by the man, no matter what. Like you have to establish, you know, that mm -hmm. before anything, even if, you know, the young lady is the person that asked you out. I think that you should let her know, like, the way that it should go. Mm -hmm. Even in her suggesting that y'all go out. Like, so, I always pay for the first one. But it's like, when you get to, like, the seventh and eighth one, and it's still, like, you paying. And this person is enjoying one through seven. But haven't even bothered to, like, bothered treat you to something. To something. Yeah. That's problematic you know. because I don't believe in that either. Like, regardless of who invites who on a first date, yes, whoever. I think I think that whoever invites the other is who needs to pay. So right. if right. I invite him to go on a date, then I'm going to pay for him because then I'm going to plan the date right. and, right. you know, be prepared to. And that's always nice. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because, like, a lot of times um, there's a certain characteristic that to us is known as like the ghetto chick you know um, yeah the ghetto chick's dating theory is so when we going out again <laughs> you know what i'm saying like don't ask me no shit like that like let me figure out you know life and you know get back settled into you know the day-to-day -day. but that's I'll, just her way of saying she enjoys you and she looks forward to another day Without but, just saying it like that. But. but you know, the thing that be bothering me is every time. Wouldn't stop dating a ghetto chick. I couldn't help it at that point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like shit. Them was the only ones available. They didn't have no standards and shit. You know, well not saying they didn't have no standards, but they didn't have like high standards. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to be able to, you know, have Get in and fuck. Nah, I wasn't oh, okay. trying to fuck no ghetto chick. I mean, I might have one or two. So what, way. she was just somebody to keep you busy on a Friday, Saturday Yeah, night? somebody that just like to take up your time, want to eat. Crazy. And like, after a while, you just realizing like, okay, I'm literally just feeding her and dropping her back off. Like, it's not like we actually enjoying each other. The she things wanna... we do for companionship. Yeah, Boy, that shit whack. So I felt like it was cruel after so long that like I done took you out on all of these dates. Yeah. I don't know if you feeling me, how you feeling me. Is it growing from where it started? Nothing. I'm just feeding you and dropping you off. Yep. That should get old. 
And that's how some of these females end up in those situations where they take you somewhere and the expensive side of the menu becomes the fuck side of the menu. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how that happens. Okay, so here's my thing on that. I don't think that it's fair to restrict a person to only certain options on the menu when you take them to a restaurant. Like, you go and then, what, you sweating bullets because you know you really ain't got that much money or you wasn't prepared for her to order the most expensive thing on the menu, so you're going to restrict her to sides, appetizers, and selective entrees. Like, that's not cool. So, what I say is when you pick a place, pick a place that is where the entire menu is within your budget. For her to pick whatever, or he pick whatever, you know, they want. Mm -hmm. Because it's not fair to restrict the person, you know, like, don't have a Denny's budget, but you over here at fucking Ruth Chris and and Jay Alexander. You know what I'm saying? Like, But then, too, on the other side of the coin is what gives you the inclination that you deserve a $200 plate on the second date? Well, don't take them nowhere with a two hundred dollar plate on the menu. This is why niggas want to fuck on dates because two hundred. Because you're doing too much. If you, why are you doing all you doing too much too soon? No. If you even at a point where you feel like she's not even deserving of that, and you think it's problematic that she's ordering this expensive meal, why'd you even take her to a place? Because in some cases, like not, I totally understand what you're saying, but in some cases, it's restaurants where you can spend. $40 on a plate and then spend $200 on a plate in the same restaurant. So it's not with the expectation that, oh, I got it like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you that between the, the places that I could have taken you, mm-hmm. I chose this one because I don't want to be the guy that dates you that take you to all of the places you already been to. Mm-hmm. It's not so much to say, oh, well, get in. But then there's and- still, okay, I. That's just the that's just the fine line. <laughs> Do I think that at the end of the day, if this is a early on dating phase, should you be a bit modest and not try and get this expensive ass meal? Right. I wouldn't get the most, you know, expensive meal. But I don't think it's fair to take someone to a date and restrict their selection. Unless you all had a conversation and somewhere leading up to this where it's discussed that there's a budget or you can't go above a certain limit, then that needs to be addressed. But if that's never addressed, never stated, and you just taking this person out and you're treating, then why are you expecting them to... That that goes back to the communication. You're not explaining to them that you have a budget, but you're saying, pick a $40 meal, don't even fucking look at this other shit over here because I ain't got it for you. You know what I'm saying? And then when you don't address that and they order that, then you bust and sweat, you know, sweating bullets because yeah, I hear you that. ain't got the money. Like I used to have this thing that I used to do when I was younger where um I would pick a chick up for a date and I just wanted to see like the integrity of a person first. Now it it was a game nonetheless. I probably should have picked another way of testing the person out. But like I used to pull up at like the Rams horn and like pull up in the parking lot, cut the car off and act like I'm getting out to like take you on a date here just to see what your energy was like. You know, you because, was playing games. Yeah, I was. So like uh one day I did this shit. We was over on Greenfield 
And I pulled up at the Ram <laughs> so you know, like it used to be like the Baker Square, like right across the street. Baker and shit. Square. Right. That's so retro. So I pulls up <laughs> in the Ram's horn and I get out and I'm like, all right, we here and shit. And so the chick instantly jumped straight into an attitude, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right. Bitch, you better get in this shepherd's side. Right. So I'm like, you know, I'm I'm just tickled, right? Because this is the type of shit that I really want to know. Like, I want to know if your attitude fucked up. Like, I want to know you. And so, you know, she went off like, you know, you going to bring a bitch to this fucking ram's horn? What kind of nigga is you? And I already know you a broke ass nigga. And then she like went in on my car because the car had like uh one of the fucking rear view mirrors was like broke. <laughs> so she just went in on the car and shit like, you know, your rear view mirror kind of fucked up and shit. And she just went off. And so that's crazy. I'm just like tickled. How old was y'all? We was like early twenties. Get the fuck out like of here. Like early twenties. And so um I'm just tickled, like laughing my ass off. And so I would like calm down and I would say, like, look, you know, I had no intention of taking you here. And, you know, just to show you that it wasn't the intention, I'll show you how much money I had in my pocket. I'm not like, you know, being frivolous, uh, you know, or anything like that. I just want to know what your character is like. Before I take you out, like this is my dating tactic and it might be childish, but like I need to know that like even if I had, you know, just enough for a two for 20 at Chili's, we can still have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the type of thing that matters to me the most. So for you to like have an attitude about me low key playing with you and then you started like tearing me apart about the car that I'm driving in when I just picked you up from your mama house and you don't have a car at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, those were, like, things that I would do to, like, get into, you know, dating. And it probably was cruel because, you know, I put you in a position where you had to defend. She ain't had to react like that either. Right. You know, but I used to do shit like that. And it was only maybe out of the maybe five or six people I'd done that to. It mm-hmm. was only one girl that was cool. That's crazy. Like, only one, you know. And she was just like, you know. I don't judge people for this type of stuff. I just appreciate that, you know, when I got in your Mm -hmm. car, you opened the door up for me, Mm -hmm. like the modest stuff. And so now when I pull up to a roof, Chris, I'm actually eager to pay Mm -hmm. because this is how you represented yourself. You are just, you know, appreciative of the effort. But then when you meet little ratchet that get in the car Mm -hmm. and think that just because she a lady she deserve a $200 plate. This is how we get to, you know, unjustly ask each other for things that we don't deserve. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it was childish on my part, probably. But so the fuck would. Like, I, I got my ways of trying to figure out who I'm kicking it with. Yeah. And that was just the way, you know. So, mm-hmm. I'm glad I don't have to date no more. Because, yeah. you know, it's motherfuckers that'll take you to, you know... Captain D's for a fish sandwich and your ass don't come back home. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. And you look on the news and some nigga done kidnapped some chick on a date. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm so glad that I don't have to like date no more. But if in fact we had to like set up the top five ways that we would like to be taken out on a date, 
as adult Mona Lisa and adult There Go BJ? Like, what would be like the top five places you would want to go to on a date? I already told you. If it's like, I like different things. It doesn't always have to be. I mean, we could do food, but as opposed to like a big chain, I, I'm not really impressed about. Oh, you took me to this elaborate, mm-hmm. like what seafood bar? I don't even know what the fuck out here, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just really about being thoughtful and planning the date around my interest. Right, and I would right. do the same around that person. So if you know that I like museums, art galleries, and you know it's like an art festival or an art show happening, let's do that, or painting with a twist, or, mm-hmm. you know, um, going to see a film in a park type of thing, just stuff like that. Um, maybe going to the zoo, an aquarium. I like things like that. Right. As opposed to, I mean, dinner, movie is cool, but that's not, yeah. Yeah. But just a space where I can really get to know a person because the whole idea of the date is to get to know one another. Right. So that's why I say it should be centered around getting to know each other, picking things that that person is interested in. Um, What was it? I can't think it was this thing because the guy that I'm dating now, he loves animals and shit like that. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> he do. <laughs> like when I tell you, he's constantly watching like, you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's constantly watching like Discovery Channel and shit like that. Like Zoolander like, and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. Like sea life, animals, wildlife, that type of thing. The fucking safari animals and shit. He's gotta be like creeping up on them alligators and shit. That type of shit. But he's like, no, about like the like the documentary or the wildlife type of stuff. So they have this thing at the zoo over, I think it's a zoo in Ohio where you can, um, like hands on, or is it Canada? I've looked it up, but we hadn't gone yet, but okay. you could do hands on stuff with the animals. Okay. So like creating stuff like that, that's tailored around a person's interests is what I mean. Oh, okay. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he like animals and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't shit. (laughs) But like when I think about uh, dates that me as an adult would like to go on, I can say that I always try to find a way to distract you from the things that you do in your everyday common life. Mm -hmm. So when we go out, I try to like put things in place for you to pay more attention to. The surroundings versus, you know, your phone or, mm-hmm. you know, to worry, not so much worry about what's going on in life at the moment. Like just, you know, put you at ease and make you pay attention to the places that we are. Like I like to go to places where there's music, mm-hmm. um, jazz clubs, poetry clubs mm-hmm. are always like a winner. Um, is Artist Village still right? I think it is, but. It's been so long since I've actually driven in Detroit. I know, right? I don't go to Detroit for nothing. Like, I stay mm-hmm. in the suburbs. So, um, 
it's been so long. I'm pretty sure it still is or it's a variation of it. But like something like that where you can get music and poetry and a little bit of rap. You got a DJ. Like And see, those are things that I say, yes, do things that are Right. Start with the dinner and the movie. Just yeah, right. stop. Not that it's problematic, but it's just so not original. Right. It's not original at all. Right. And I think that doing things like that is very smart because if a person is in their phone too, that's also an indicator of whether or not they're having a good time. Right, right. If they bored, then they're going to be in their phone. So and Ultimately, that's where it's going to either start or end. Mm-hmm. So like, I definitely try to incorporate... Um, music or any type of poetry or creative art. Um, I also like to, um, incorporate sports as much as I don't know about sports. I always enjoy the energy of going to a basketball game. Now, see, I can't watch a basketball game on TV, but it can hold my attention. If you're actually, if I'm actually there. Like, I don't know all the rules. I can't tell you, but I'm more attentive to it when I'm physically there. Yeah. And, um, I really enjoy like the energy of the stadium, especially, I mean, you got to kind of know what game to go to Mm -hmm. because, you know, it is some trash shit that comes in the preseason. But like, if you go to like a playoff game and everybody is excited, it's energy, you know, um, you're liable to, Really have a good time and enjoy yourself and get into the atmosphere of where you are. Mm-hmm. And it's a big distraction to a lot of the things that go on in your everyday life. Um, another um, interesting place that I haven't been to in a while. Actually, the last time I actually been was with you was a cigar bar. Mm, I like that. Yeah. And cigar um, cool. the cigar bar is a real chill place. It's mm-hmm. not. As, the music was nice. It was laid back. Yeah. The know? drinks were like supreme. Mm-hmm. It was just like a really nice vibe. And it's a place where a woman doesn't have to feel like she has to be super duper classy. Mm-hmm. You know, she can just have her little martini, have her little cigar. A dude is going to probably walk up and buy her one. Like, it's like a, a really mellow. It kind of puts you. In the mind of an adult, it's for the grown folks because it wasn't nobody. Yeah, it was. I nobody. would say we were close. Well, it was people there around. We our probably age, was the younger. We the were youngest. more on the the younger spectrum. Yeah. Um, and that was cool. But it's kind of like you know hookah for adults to me. Yes, you know yes, what I'm saying. Yes. Like it's not as turned up because you can go to a hookah bar and still get that same vibe, but it's just like the music is all a little Uzi Vert and shit. Like it's too much. Whereas it was more, yeah. <laughs> so I definitely feel like this cigar bar is a dope um, spot to hit for a date. Yeah. Um, wine tastings are dope too. Um, I've I never really, been to one, and I, I've wanted to go. Yeah. Like I've, I don't, I can't quote this a hundred percent, but like all I've ever known as an adult was like white and red wines. Mm-hmm. But I hear that there are other colors and. Mm other taste spectrums to um, wine tastings. You can actually... Um, I don't know if House of Grooven here has wine tastings. Yeah, I do want to go to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear so much about that from, you know, people who um, travel and, you know, go to different places. They always say how dope that is. But, like, a wine tasting is extremely dope. It's real classy. Um, it's usually under dim light. And I feel like if you want to get to know a person for real, for real, 
get them a little intoxicated. You know what I'm saying? Like get them just to the buzz level. Buzz, yeah. yeah. Get them to the buzz level because they probably going to talk a little bit more. Y'all mm-hmm. could be a little bit more interactive and it's, it's a safe place. It's not like drunk because yeah. they probably ain't going to let you get drunk, but you just get a nice little chill and a nice little buzz mm-hmm. and you know, just see what happens. But then too, I always have taken advantage of sitting by the water. Like mm-hmm. sitting by the water is cool. Like if you, you know, you can be like, you know, ghetto or bougie, whatever you want to do. And either you can bring a basket or you can bring a fucking cooler. Either one. Put the, you know, put some ice in the cooler and get like a little bottle of wine and sit by the water or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, do something different. And then the thing about the water is if it gets a little too cold, you might get to get a little warmth, some little body heat. Oh, you know, okay. <laughs> wrap your little arm around or some shit and, you know, talk directly into her ear. And, you know, like sometimes I feel like that type of shit, like if she ain't like you, she feeling a little something. She, you know, she feeling a little bit of, you know, chemistry because this nigga talking directly at you. Hopefully your breath don't stink and shit. You know, she feeling like, you know, the breath on her and shit like that. And it's like giving her some like heat, some energy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that shit might work out. You know, y'all get to get close just by circumstance, not because you pushed up on her too early or whatever. So, you know, you wrap her arm around her, y'all kick it, sip her little wine or whatever, and y'all chill by the water. I think that's some like some G shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, feeding her. At, you know, the chicken shack and shit and, you know, then taking her back home. You ain't getting to know nobody like that. You know, all you know is she like hot sauce on the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right. You know. That's true. Yeah. I just be thinking like, I feel like we be so cruel to people on dates. Like we go on these dates thinking I need to get my checklist checked off before you can even get me in the car. Where do people get these? standards from as far as what are what they need to require within a date like I just feel like it's so archaic or they just getting the wrong advice from the wrong place yeah it really is like it it is one thing I can understand okay if your standard for who you're dating you want them to I think that some women judge financial security based on the type of restaurant that they're taking. That's so true. Like that is And I don't think that's completely accurate because a person could be just trying to impress you, but you don't know what bills they're not paying to make sure that they take you out. Yeah, because I can I can basically judge, you know, your financial status on what kind of purse you got on your arm too. Mm -hmm. I know a cheap ass purse when I see it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I could be like that. And I think that that's unfair too. You might have just liked this cheap ass bag. Mm -hmm. But is it fair to judge you on that? You know? So, I think that whole idea of... But you can get some designer brands for cheaper, TJ Maxx. Yeah, but you know, they think I mean, they they're flawed, have... though. We know. Well, they I may mean... be a little irregular, <laughs> but you know... <laughs> they still I... have got the name on it. Yeah, I see that stitching <laughs> fucked up on your back. They're not knockoffs. They're just irregular. Yeah, they just got they're... bad stitching or, you know... Yeah. They the, may bust at the seams a little yeah, quick. The charm a little crooked. You know, the emblem is a little crooked. Like, I know that shit, that Burlington Co-Factory shit. 
<laughs> you know, but you got on a fashion overdress with a Burlington oh. bag. I know this shit. You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> you know, and you didn't even put no heel protectors on your red bottom, so the bottom oh, of your ribs is scuffed. I know this show. type of shit. Okay. Because I've been on a couple of unsuccessful dates. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, that's just the game. But I can't, I mean, can I really judge you on shit like that? I just think the standards sometimes for dating are just really ridiculous. Um, and I just like to keep it as relaxed and fun as possible. No pressures. Do I think that whoever invites that person on the date should be the one to pay? Yes. All of this going mm. Dutch stuff. I mean, if that's what y'all agree to and that's what it ends up being, then that's cool too. Each dating situation is going to vary depending on, you know, who it is. But <clears throat> the ultimate goal is to get to know each other. And I right, think that right. that needs to be the ultimate focus. And two, I don't think, I don't think that we talk enough about this either. Um, for those of us that date and want to be comfortable, have group dates. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want no damn group date. You well, shit. If you're gonna be uncomfortable on the motherfucker, you might as well bring a friend and her boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, I guess it don't have to be like you know. All right, y'all. Y'all want to go get some drinks from the? Or <laughs> all right, y'all. Y'all hungry? Like, no. Nah, like, it could just be like an open spot where everybody can parlay, and y'all don't have to sit at the same table. Just look. You know, your homegirl is across the way. You don't have to worry about being like on a one on one with this dude that you don't hundred percent trust yet. It's just like comfort levels. Like don't come on the date and you are cringing and you know uncomfortable and your posture is all fucked up when I'm trying to like loosen you up and get to know you. So like if you feel like your comfort level is not there yet, bring a friend with you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can do y'all thing. Sometimes when that whatever point y'all at on the date, if it's like dinner first, then a movie. Maybe y'all can like go sit at individual tables at the dinner, but at the movie, y'all kind of click up or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. You know, just stop making excuses for not trying to get to know a person, but still making them pay for your food. You know, so that's all shit. But I don't date no more. So fuck y'all and y'all struggle. I'm I out just that want game. a proper dating experience. Can I get that, please? Absolutely. We about to, um, we about to match make. Well, no, no, you got a the fuck we not. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I try shit, but anyway, um, <sighs> yeah, you just gotta, yeah. So, what do women do in a situation like that? Like, what do y'all do when y'all in like a relationship, but you want more from it? Like, what do you do? You know, do you? Because a lot of like, whether we notice or not, a lot of men don't know how to date. You know what I'm saying? Here's my problem. That's fine. But if I tell you, because I am the person who's very direct, I tell you what I want. And I tell you, can we at least do this? And I give you specifics. Can we at least try this restaurant? Mm -hmm. Let's go here and do this. Let's check this out. And then it's just always this reluctance. Okay, next week. We can do that next week. And then next week come. And then it's just like, well, I got this to do or that to do. Or I'm tired. And it's like... Okay, so mm. then it's just constantly right. being pushed back and pushed off. And then when you come to me, well, let's go to the beach. I don't want to go to the beach. Right, right. Oh, well, fuck it. Then you don't want to go. Then you don't want to go on a date. Like, you, you're you not considering what that other person. Right. Well, so, 
in the event of you know you being in a relationship which boyfriend and girlfriend is just simply exclusively dating but if yeah. a person who you're exclusively dating is not dating you should you be able to go on a date eyes gonna open up yeah because i would feel like if i'm telling you what i want and you're not giving it to me and we exclusively dating i'm gonna still date somebody else yes. so you know <laughs> hey hey Huh. Bitch. <laughs> I done told you, you know, what I like and shit, and you ain't, you know, you ain't doing what I need you to do, then I'm about to set up a couple of plays and I'm gonna keep it respectful. I ain't gonna kiss on her. I ain't gonna all do all I'm that shit. Say is, don't be mad when they find somebody else who can do what you didn't want to do. You know what? Like, I've had so many situations. In my life where like, like, cause like I said, when I was out, you know, doing my young thing and we would get to the physical part and the girl, we want to get, you know, chewed up. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not a whore. I can't do that. Like I knew going in, like, okay, she going to find somebody else that's going to do that. And then I'm going to be shit out of luck. Like don't play the game and don't play by the rules. So I mean, Hey, if you not going to take her out, make her feel like a lady, you know, like, I feel like it's just things that men should know, like, to do. Like, it's always a point in a dating situation where I take my girl to Victoria's Secret. Like, I'm going to play like mm-hmm. I wanted to take you in here because they got some good, you know, smell good shit or whatever. I'm going to play like that. But we going to eventually venture off to the panties and shit so I can see <laughs> what, like, what your taste is. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's just things that you have to put in place for a person to be fulfilled and be mm-hmm. comfortable. So, yeah, like if you ain't doing none of the above, like my nigga, it's a bitch at work trying to see what's up. And I'm going to see what's up. You know, like I'm not about to be sitting up. Pretty much. You know, I'm going to keep it cute. And mm-hmm. yeah, we went to lunch after work. Mm-hmm. That's a date still. And you going to feel blindsided. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. And the only thing that I will say for like those men who don't know how to date is I don't really think that that's something that fathers take serious. Like a father, a father will tell you in so many words, like get some pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you get some pussy yet? Like that, that's the like normal consensus for most black, for most black boys is like, they not gonna say like, did you hold the door open for? Her? Mm-hmm. Did you, did you pay the tab? You know, like women- it's so crazy how women, boys and girls are taught so differently when yeah. it comes to this dating thing, and that's why things are just so. It's like a a wedge, you know, Definitely. because a lot of women like, and I'm not even speaking against women who I, you know, have the potential to date, but I'm speaking on women in my own bloodline. Mm-hmm. I, I heard my aunts and grandmothers tell the young ladies in my family, get you a man that can instead of insisting that you be a woman that can mm-hmm. like set the standard by setting your standards. Like don't look at another person and hold them accountable for something that you can't even produce for yourself. Mm-hmm. This is how, the imbalances start, you know, and then a man ends up feeling used because he ends up finding out this is the only reason why you're dating him. You didn't even realize you liked him yet. He just met the checklist. 
You know what I'm saying? That shit gets whacked too. That's crazy. Yeah, I never ask more of anybody that I'm. Yeah, I can bring myself. You know, that's too much. But you know, any of y'all having like dating issues? Please, please, please leave any comments. Um, any questions um, on any other platforms? Uh, we do have an email address: our two cents pod at gmail. Um, shoot us an email or leave a comment on the SoundCloud. Definitely, you can laugh, tweet us. I don't really think that we have too many live tweeters. They pretty much comment on the actual SoundCloud page. So, if you would like to live tweet us, definitely do that and then attach the hashtag our two cents pod. We pretty interactive on social media. Tell us what your dating experiences have been like. Are they predominantly good or bad? Because um, mine have been predominantly bad. Um, I just, just lucked out. On a real one. So um, we got to get Mona Lisa on a real dating experience. Honestly, yeah, well. You know, so so she can have a different variable the <laughs> next time we talk about dating. <laughs> Cause she over here in her phone like she on a date. <laughs> so uh, just let us know what y'all think, you know, because I think dating can be cruel. And because of these like unwritten rules and standards, people just don't want to go on dates. They don't feel like dealing with being, you know, scrutinized and shit. They just want to have a good time, mm-hmm. you know, so. This has been another episode of Change. No, it's not Change. You better get your shows in order. Man, this is another episode of Our Two Cents Pod. I am Dergo BJ. Follow me at Dergo BJ. Um, follow the show at Our Two Cents Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And follow Mona at Mona Lisa. That's M O H N A L Y S S A A. And that is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I don't really use my damn Facebook page much. I've been updating our Facebook page because you have so neglected that Facebook page. But I just went back and I uploaded it. So I'm sure most of you follow us on like Twitter and Instagram. But tell your aunties, uncles, you know. And we on Facebook too. Yeah. Um, it is our two cents pod on Facebook as well. So, um, definitely get in touch with us. Let us know what you think about today's episode or any episode from previous ones as well. Um, catch y'all in two more weeks, man. See y'all in a minute. Peace. Peace.